Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and, yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere, and this is Inez Simpson, your host, and with me is Martin Gover, my co-host, and we're very happy to do our medical show today with our great friend, and she's a, a nurse anesthetist. Hey, I said that word, oh, and her name is Deborah, Seth Deborah Roth, and Seth, uh, hi there. Hi. How are you? Great. I'm, I'm glad, glad to hear your voice, doing? Seth. Oh, so, thank you. Okay, the first thing, Seth, I'd like you to do is first, I know you've come from sort of a skeptical end, and I'd like you to do a little bio, just, you know, tell a little bit about yourself, and include that little bit of skepticism you used to have, and now who you are, this great hypnotist that I love. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Well, um, at first I was a a regular RN, and then I became, uh, went on further training, um, I've worked in the operating room, and then from there, cancer nursing, and then from there went even further in my training, becoming a nurse anesthetist, actually giving anesthesia to people. And, um, you know, being in the anesthesia field, I was the biggest skeptic of all as far as hypnosis. But um, many years later, I had a back injury from different car accidents, and I was facing spine fusion, which I was fine with, until uh, the doctor told me that he would be going through my abdomen to reach my back, and really scared me, because I knew what would happen post-operatively, it'd be a whole different ballgame. And so I'm lying on the floor, and I started to do self-hypnosis about two weeks before surgery, and put my hand on my hip and started to imagine increased circulation, and... Um, you know, the, being a medical person, imagining um, arterial blood, red blood going to the nerve root, pushing out toxins into the blue venous blood, and my hips started to rise and fall, literally. You could see it. And I called over my husband, who was, was a surgeon, and I said, look, look, look at this. And we're both looking astounded that my uh, the increase in circulation that I was able to give and um, my legs started to twitch as I let go of the energy that I was holding for years in it. And um, I never had the surgery. This is 1987. And I'm so grateful now that I never did because I work with many patients who've had spine surgery and another one as the, you know, the next level get overworn and they have another spine surgery and another three, four, five spine surgeries. And many of them are in more pain than when they started. So okay. uh, that's how I got into the field. Can I ask you one question? Where did the self-hypnosis come from? Had you already learned it? Ah, well, the first time I'd seen hypnosis, although I didn't know what I was seeing, was when I was in nurse anesthesia training. And a fellow had gotten, um, this is back in Brooklyn, and he had gotten the mafia mad. And when he lifted up uh, the lid on his garbage pail, I guess bomb went off or something. So fire went off and burned his upper body. And we're in the operating room getting ready to do a up his leg. And because um, he had facial 
facial injuries. You know, his upper body was burned. We really couldn't put the mask on the face. And my sister, she was um, 70 years old, or she may have been 77 at that time, Dr. Margaret Blumenfeld. She had been a surgeon. She had come from Russia and been a surgeon in China. And she started to talk in his ear. <laughs> and suddenly, <laughs> he just his head pushed to the side, and she said, go ahead. And they did the, um, the skin graft with no anesthesia at all. It's a little nitrous oxide mixed with room air, which is not enough to give you anesthesia. And that was my first exposure to it, although I didn't know that it, quote-unquote, was hypnosis. I just knew it was what Dr. Blumenfeld did. Wow, great. That's a great way of entering in this subject. Wow, great stories. Yeah, I mean, it was was terrific. Mm-hmm. So now you've definitely gone r- right to the other side and you're on our side, and which is lovely because, uh, you know, medical hypnosis is very, very important. So I'll just like you to keep talking about what you think is the most important thing to, to get out there to these people. Oh, well, I think the most important thing is to get out to the general public, that mind-body connection. I mean, doctors, they know about it but they don't give it enough weight. Although some, you know, more and more we are having integrative doctors, but now they're talking about chiropractor and acupuncture, but they don't really understand the power of the mind, you know, quote-unquote hypnosis. And uh, it, it can be a roadblock, actually. Um you know, I work currently in a surgery center, and there are a lot of GI doctors there and pain management doctors. And, you know, especially in GI, um, you know, with IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, this has been proven with many thousands and thousands of people that hypnosis works. But it's at the medical, at the bigger medical centers, like in Chapel Hill in, in uh, North Carolina and in England. You know, we're talking about 25,000 patients and wonderful results, and yet it's not taught to them. Um, I don't know why, because it takes so much time, or they're just into doing colonoscopies instead of, you know, and and GI studies, I I don't know, or if they're just into, you know, doing their epidurals, and, and they really don't understand um, you know, I'll get a patient who comes to me in my private practice, let's say, and they're on 16 Vicodin a day, and what's happening is they're going doctor shopping, and the doctors don't know that they're 16 pills because they're getting five from here, five from here, five from here. You know, and um, it, it's a real problem uh, getting Seth, the medical community to accept us. Yeah. Seth, if I can just ask, you were talking to us before also, it's not to blame all the doctors, but they are in so much, they have so little time these days, right? They get so much pressure. Oh, yeah, they have. We're breaking up. Time to talk. They don't have time to really find out what's going on in their lives. You know, they just don't have the time. And it's not that they're, they're, they're as frustrated as we are. They really, really are. They also cut, I'm rather, being cut in half. You know, I know my husband has a urologist, 
1976. You're breaking up a bit there. uh. Okay, we've lost Seth for a second, and we're just going to talk about that. You know, the doctors have so very little time. Their pressure is on there. So we really like to put it out into the people. If you ask for hypnosis, you get a referral from a doctor, and then... The people can do this work with IBS, pre and post ops, all kinds of interesting stuff. And you can hear the stories from Seth, and when we get her back, we'll just uh, talk more about it. But it is really, really interesting when that happens, the communication lines between the doctor and the astounding changes the person who has taken the proactive approach of getting a hypnosis help to do pre-surgery or work with IBS or whatever, it changes the whole healing process for the person. I think as, as you bring in and as the, the awareness and taking responsibility, as Seth was saying there before he broke up, that you can go in the 15 Percodent or whatever it is a day, oh, yeah. <laughs> whereas hypnosis is known for pain management. Yeah. And wouldn't you rather be in charge of your pain when something being administered yeah. to you? And guess what? Hypnosis has no side effects. Except feeling better. Except feeling better, yeah. That's <laughs> a bad thing to happen. Yeah, that's really great. Um, so she was talking about the IBS thing, and you know that has become a big big thing that people recognize that hypnosis works for it. In in England, it's on the National Health Service. Mm-hmm. They just provide that service. And the other aspect of hypnosis, ladies and gentlemen, in the healthcare system, as Seth was saying, doctors are under a lot of pressure. The healthcare system costs a lot of money, and hypnosis can actually save money. They did a study in 2007 with uh, some breast cancer patients, and they did 15 minutes of hypnosis with each of the patients, with the test subjects. 15 minutes, that's nothing. Nothing. And then, or the other half were sent to uh, psychologists and psychiatrists that could talk about their pre-op concerns. The ones that had 15 minutes of hypnosis, they were faster through surgery because, of course, their bodies are relaxed. They're not stressed. They're not tense. And they heal better. Mm. And this was 15 minutes of free hypnosis. So per patient, just at that time, it saved them 700 bucks a patient. And I think that's where we're going to get hypnosis coming into the healthcare system. There is resistance, but once they start to realize how much money they can save, because with yeah. the, I mean, it's expensive. And big pharma, of course, does not want really hypnosis in there, but the, the engines of hospitals want to save money and the administrators want to want to save money. And that's being proven. Yeah, and the more that people ask for it, the better it'll be. Mm-hmm. Um, hypnosis in the medical field is astounding i mean the the outcomes that seth talks about that i have talked about with her and not only that i i mean i've done a few i had nothing like her because i do mainstream hypnosis and i only do that kind of stuff in between but you know i had a, a cancer uh, breast cancer patient and just like in that study and she went in and she had such great healing that the people, when she came out of surgery, they were surprised. They they tried to give her the usual jello or whatever it is they give you. <laughs> and she said, nah, I want real food. And she just astounded them that she just healed of it. And she was out of the hospital in just a little bit. Yeah, and Seth works in pain in the pain wards and she's introducing hypnosis there. Yeah. And next week again, we'll have two nurses on talking about um, trauma wards where they're introducing hypnosis and why they're loved in those wards is because the amount of money they save. There's less drugs being used, there's faster <laughs> healing, and they get the people out of the beds quicker. And guess what? The doctors have less stress too. Doctors have a lot less stress, yeah. And that's really astounding because 
doctors and dentists are known for the amount of stress they have. Well, suicides actually is what they're known well, for. Yeah, we, high suicide rate. Yeah, so you know it's very, very stressful. So really understand that when people take ownership of their own healing, many things can happen. So I think we're just heading off to a break, and let's see if Seth gets back by the time we come back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com again that's jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com voice america is where you are and where you want to be join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available don't forget to view all our live events including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. 
Well, welcome back. And it looks like we've got Seth back. So I'm going to go straight back to her and talk about some of the pain management, etc. I'll just let her um, take off where she wants to go here. You there, Seth? Hi. I'm here. <laughs> okay. I'm here. <laughs> oh, gosh. I feel like one of those people on the talk radio shows, you know, when their lines go out. Well, that's what you are, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, we were in the break. We talked to them a little bit about, you know, the preemptive strike of getting the people to ask their doctors to get a referral for their hypnotist. Exactly. Well, you know, when we were talking about pain, one of the things about people in chronic pain that the pain, the the nerves get a memory. They there's a loop that forms so that they remember how to be in pain, okay? And one of the things that would be so helpful is as soon as a person appears to start being into chronic pain, the difference between acute pain and chronic pain, acute pain, one or two weeks, the body heals, the pain goes away. You know, it's like uh, there's a reason for the pain. You've hurt, you know, you've cut your skin, you've broken a bone, things like that. But once, quote-unquote, the healing has happened and you start to develop chronic pain, the sooner you can get a hold of it to train the brain to ignore the pain because the brain is what interests pain. So the sooner you can do that, the less damage or... um, you know, long-term damage you'll be causing to the nerve loop that happens. So, in reality, the sooner uh, pain doctors can use uh, a hypnotist patient, the better the, off the patient will be. medication they'll make, the more they'll be able to manage the pain. So, when I'm working with a, a client, um, you know, I say to them, so how would it be if we could get you from a level 8 to a level five or a four. I don't even mention being totally pain-free because sometimes you can obtain that, sometimes you can't. But if you could get them from an eight to a four, they can live their lives, you know, which... Um, and besides which, they might not believe they could get it all the way. And if you can get it to four, maybe then next it'll even come down <laughs> further. Exactly. And then they don't feel like a failure, you know, and that's yeah. a big deal. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so then they can, they can go to somebody's wedding. They can drive their car. Um, I know for me, I'm basically 97% pain-free most of the time. Um, if I start to feel tense, the pain comes back. And it doesn't come back to a low level. It comes right back, back to the eight because the nerves remember that's where you go when you get your back pain. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to teach people self-management skills to help them learn, you know, uh, how to manage stress, to do the stretching that they need to do. Sleep is a big deal. Sleep is a big, big deal because um, it makes everything worse and you suffer more. You're more irritable. You know, so just helping somebody about sleep. So, get, so just getting it out there to use hypnosis for sleep management, insomnia, to use hypnosis for pain management, to use hypnosis for IBS that it's been clinically studied, um, even to use hypnosis for um, in vitro fertilization. 
they did a study in um, Israel, and the people who used hypnosis had a 50% increase in successful uh, implantation. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. so I mean, that's, that's a big deal, you know, and it's, it's about getting the word deal. out there that it's more yeah. than just stop smoking. Yes, I know. That's what we're known for. And it's usually the entry. Some people ask you about stop smoking, but they really come to ask you about other things. <laughs> exactly. So that's yeah. great. Yeah. But, you know, the pain management thing is, is interesting because we have pain for a reason. But chronic pain, the reason is not present anymore, right? That's exactly true. That is exactly true. It's quote unquote is healed. You know, now let's say, but you're going to have scar tissue where, where everything's screwed up, but the body is healed, but it hasn't healed in exactly the right place, right? Yeah. Or when you get uh, points, you know, tension. And they, because when you're under stress, the part that's hurt is weak. So that's where that tension's going to go. You know, so people, when they're stressed, they feel it in their shoulders. If you've had a back injury or a neck injury, it goes straight there. And uh, so managing stress becomes key in dealing with chronic pain. And so then you're talking about emotions, right? And it's Mm -hmm. not only the present things that are going on, but present things that are stimulated by the past events Mm -hmm. in your life. And so if you can use regression hypnosis to get to those past events, the present becomes a lot more manageable. And even when you're talking about people with cardiac disease, you know, where they're, or diabetes, and they're not following their medication, they're not following their diet, but usually people are overeating from emotional reasons. Okay. That's right. So, So, uh, I mean, that's what we deal with every day, right? And uh, I've explained to the people here that from my point of view, hypnosis everywhere means that hypnosis is in our life if you know about it or not. And emotion, whenever we're in deep emotion, we're in natural hypnosis. So we want people to utilize it in a positive way. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And it's how we interpret what's going on, how to perceive it differently. Okay, yes. so we can't make the events go away, but we can change your perception of the event. We can change your understanding of the people around you that maybe have hurt you or things like that and get a different perspective. So when I say forgiving a person, it's not condoning what happened in your life, but mm-hmm. it's recognizing that we're, quote-unquote, all failed human beings, right? We're all broken <laughs> yeah. in some way. And so if we And there's no point in carrying that around with you forever, is there? No, exactly. And so maybe you'll be carrying it with you in over in starch eating or sugary eating. And sugars are actually more addictive to the mind than heroin, right? So if we can do that, we can change your lifestyle, which can help your heart disease, which can help your arthritis. What I've noticed with a lot of people with rheumatoid arthritis is internalized anger, mm-hmm. right? Or even when you're talking about people with cancer. When I was mm-hmm. a cancer nurse, what I noticed was one, two, three years before the cancer showed up, there was usually, of course, not all the time, but usually events, significant heartbreaking um, anger events in people's lives, 
that hadn't been resolved. You know, so um, paying attention to what's going on in your life and learning how to, even if it's learning how to speak up for yourself, you know, um, is an important tool that everybody can use. Yeah. Seth, can I just ask, are you able to use any hypnosis? I know you have your own hypno- clinic, but I mean in the hospital or in the... the in the surgery places? center, yeah. <laughs> I use it um, starting IVs. The nurses, the nurses call me over to do my magic stuff. They still, <laughs> you know, I explain it, but they still, um, they're more open than the doctors, but they mm-hmm. still are human beings and if you remember the first time you saw hypnosis it was like oh my goodness I remember the first time I saw a demo of love anesthesia you know it was like oh my they can you know pinch the skin and the person doesn't feel it right (laughs) so um, I use it all the time starting ideas I mean I remember one time we were going to cancel a case and they called me over, and um, this fellow went into deep hypnosis, and he stayed in hypnosis. We were doing a epidural in his spine, and, you know, he stayed relaxed, and he didn't even need the conscious sedation. They used Versed and fentanyl. You know, he didn't even need it. He was just so relaxed, and the doctor was shocked. You know, so every once in a while, you know, they're still trained to do the local with the the Versed and the fentanyl, but every once in a while it doesn't work, and as a matter of fact, just uh, last week, um, one of the docs said, said, do your stuff, you know, so um, I get to use it, but it's not as ordinary. Um, Again, we're doing a case every 15 minutes, so we do four cases every hour, if not more, right? You know, so they actually don't have the time to um, induce, and they don't have their um, a privately owned organization, and so they're not going to hire another person, you know, at 100 bucks an hour or whatever it is. Um, and it's not covered by insurance, you know, so there's another reason yeah. not to use it. Yeah, and, and uh, I have to say they're pretty lucky in Britain with that the NHS carrying IBS and all kinds of things. Hypnotists have a lot of help there. Um, but people, once they take over their responsibility for their own health, can actually get a hypnotist before they ever got, get to the stage of having to go to the um, hospital. True. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, when I was uh, working with a lot of the stop smoking people, what I would tell them is, if you ever have a need to smoke. Well, I taught them EFT and some other self-management tools, you know, but if you do that and it's still hanging around, you call me because there's an emotional thing going on because every person who, if you take a drag of a cigarette, what you're doing is is you're stimulating your vagal response. You're holding your breath, which is going to lower your blood pressure and it's it's a way to ease, ease what's going on. The problem is okay, you have to take uh, another breath. Sorry, I have to, uh, we're going to a break again, so hold that, s- hold that thought and we'll come back in again. Okay, okay. so off to break uh-huh. we go. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back and welcome. Welcoming back, Seth. Uh, Seth, can you talk a little bit before we get into anything else about the programs that you teach? Because I think that's yeah. important to get out. Yeah, great. Thanks. Yeah, I I teach um, programs for hypnotists to um, get certified, of course, in medical hypnosis, uh, pain management, IBS, and cancer. So uh, that's what I offer to hypnotists, and then on my that's on my website hypnotherapyforhealth.com. But I also offer uh, MP3s for the public on uh, preoperatively, intraop, and postop, 
dental uh, relaxation, which was developed because my husband had dental phobia and he needed surgery. And so he played it and um, he, he was relaxed during the whole thing. As a matter of fact, when I had, um, I had some jaw surgery done and the lidocaine wore off and I went into hypnosis and I put myself in Hawaii and I still don't know if there was real music coming through. Hawaiian music, or I was just imagining it. <laughs> but um, so I have that. I have one that I developed for an, going to an MRI because, again, from personal experience, I started to get claustrophobic, and so I that's on my website too. And uh, the one for cancer, which has everything: pain, uh, esteem, nausea, going through chemo. It helps you know to put yourself into the MRI. So you hear the horror stories. So if there was chemo, they usually have four, eight, ten, or more people in a room, and you're all getting chemo, and they're all talking about how this one lost her hair, this one died, and so forth. And that's not what you need to be listening to when you're going through chemo. No, so no. It's really. Uh, and Seth, yeah. sorry, Seth. Also, um, we'll put that website link on our page. So if you go to hypnosis everywhere for the radio show for this episode, the links will be there so you can connect with uh, Seth. Yeah, great. And then they can all, people can always uh, email me Seth at hypnotherapyforhealth.com. All spelled out. Great, great. Um, you know, talking about <clears throat> the language that's happening when they're having chemo and everything. That happens with pre and post op too. All that, you, all the work about changing people's perception of what's being said, and uh, all that is very important. True. Oh, very important. And and part of the problem is that you know the um, you now have to ask a patient on a scale of zero to ten what's your pain. You have to. It's called the fifth vital sign. You know, so you're automatically putting them in a place of remembering pain versus saying what's your comfort level or discomfort level <laughs> yeah, you know but but that's not going to change until the rules of no. the hospital change unfortunately um it just is how it is and uh but but what you do is you have to warn patients about it you or warn the general public about it like from now on let's use the word surge instead of contraction if you're if you're teaching somebody hypnobirthing um you know it's it's a whole different ball game, you know. Yeah, language um, is very important in this whole situation because it, it it can either strengthen or weaken how we heal. Exactly, and you know, I tell people all the time, I'm trying to do this, trying to do that, and I stop them and I say, don't use the word try or use a better word, right? That I'm trying to because trying infers failure. And even if you reach your goal, let's say I'm trying to lose weight, even if you reach your goal, your subconscious mind is going to say, oops, I have to keep on trying. Let me put the weight back. Right? Mm-hmm. So people's I know. eyes light up. <laughs> yeah, the, we, we, t- we talk on this show about all that. The semantics are very important. But, you know, I know I've done some pre and post-op, not as much as you for sure. And I know how important it is to get their mind to understand that they can actually reject a lot of the negative input. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I know we don't have a lot of time, but I, I have a good story with myself um, doing preoperative healing. I had an ACL t- 
tear and two meniscus were torn by MRI. And when I went in to have the surgery, I had done like six weeks of energy work and hypnosis. When I went in to do the surgery, the two meniscus had repaired themselves. And the doctor came, and this is a, a, the 49ers doctor, I won't say his name. But he came out and he, he said, well, it happened. I mean, he didn't know what to say. He only had the ACL to repair. You know, so I, I know that our body can heal. And um, I know. <clears throat> and they yeah. always think it's a, an anomaly because they haven't quite got their mind. We haven't opened their mind with a can opener yet like you've had and I've had, right? <laughs> well, still, I, I still have my skepticism, you know, creep in every once in a while. And it's nice to get reminded, you know, you hear stories and you get reminded. So it's how us medical people are, you know, so. Yes. Well, you know, I really want to thank you for coming. And I know we've had a few little issues here. Um, people will be able to get all that info from you because it'll be on our page. Um, Martin's very good at getting all that stuff done for me. And, you know, it. I really want them to pay attention and get some learning from you because this is great. Oh, yeah. Any last and words before you sign off, hon? Okay. Any last words okay. or are you gone? I'm still here. Okay. Any last words before we say goodbye to you? Oh, um, well, thank you for inviting me to be on. Oh, and helping to get the word out about hypnosis and, and this medical uses. You know, yeah, just and we're just going to keep on doing that. You're you're always in the forefront. I see you at conventions. You see me at conventions. And this is what we do is we get this out to our hypnotists. But now we're wanting to get it out to the population so that the population can start looking after themselves. Exactly. Thank you exactly. so much for They're being here. advocates of their health. Take care. Bye. Thank you. All right, Martin. Uh, you, you're going to put all that stuff on the line, right? Maybe. <laughs> the interesting thing about hypnosis if you look at the history of hypnosis it comes from the medical community yeah you name anybody the mesner esdale ellison i'm just making names up now uh, braid <laughs> uh, i'm reading off a list Cui, um, bernheim and uh, of course Ericsson. and those were all the early ones yes yeah but it came it everything came. came from the medical community in modern hypnosis, anyway. I mean, yeah. because the sleep temples and all that were there yeah, a long ago. that, it was voodoo, of course. That was always considered voodoo. My, some people still consider it that. So, you know, it, it's very important to understand that medically, we can do so much with our minds. The mind is the most powerful thing that you have. You can make yourself sick or you can make yourself well. I think as in the last uh, show that we were talking about lasers, that guy Paul, Mr. Paul Weisbart, says that we are conditioned to believe that somehow somebody else has to fix us. Yeah. When the body heals, that's what the body does. The doctors don't heal you, the body does it. You just have to get yourself in the right state of mind. And again, the medical community is in a tough place because yeah. there's a lot of pressure for money behind them. Um, hypnosis, I think, will make a big difference because it saves them money. But they have, behind the doctor is a, is a lawyer, lots of lawyers. So they have to say, oh, yes, the operation will be no problem, but if you die, you have to sign this. <laughs> it's just yeah. sort of like Seth says, we have to bring up that they have pain. We have to bring up that they are, may die. Instead of, and, and us as hypnotists have to get them strengthened to understand that they can totally keep in their good space of being, even though they have to do these legally things. These well, legal things. I don't think a lawyer would like to hear that if he was in that situation, but they, they get this thing. Doesn't, yeah, it's all about we're in a situation, no liability. 
the medical community, the medical, well, healthcare is in a situation of protect itself, protect itself, protect itself because of all the, uh, um, what do you call those things, when they get sued. Oh, yeah, that's, you know, litigation. But everybody knows, everybody knows that if you, if you stress a patient out, you, it's a worse surgery. If you make a person fearful, you need more anesthetic. It's not. It's not a good thing. I mean, it just makes common sense. But we're we're fighting against the wave here of how society teaches us. You can't fix yourself. You need somebody else to fix yourself. And the interesting thing on the big crisis in America right now is the opioid crisis, or the pain, which is the opium type drugs for pain, mm-hmm. which mean that could have been taken care of with hypnosis. I mean, if a different viewpoint was because hypnosis will take care of pain. It doesn't, and it's not addictive. And, but if you want to get high, just don't tell your kids this. If you want to get high, <laughs> the only reason you, the drugs work on you is because the brain has those connectors. Yes, that's so, right. You so can you, use your own mind to do anything. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really interesting, and I think it's important that we get across to the population that you can do so much. And the opiate thing, remember mm. Seth was talking about um, that lady that was on all those medications and, yeah. and, and more than from one doctor so that right. they didn't even know. And that's what happens. So um, hypnosis will keep you in a good state. Well, not hypnosis. As much, well, hypnosis, of course, but, but the, the um, taking responsibility. Okay, I'm going to be operated on, this is going to happen, I want to be as comfortable as possible, I want to heal as fast as possible, obviously, it's Mm -hmm. my body that's going to do the healing, okay, I want to go to somebody that will just reinforce that, so so when I get into the surgery, I don't freak out. And And then, you know, just the point where she said that she did self-hypnosis and created that, and so we keep pushing the self-hypnosis, and I'm very, really pushy about it, because I believe in it so passionately. And if you go to the today's episode website so we're on a show page you go to hypnosis-everywhere.com go to the radio show uh, the medical show there's a uh, youtube videos and uh, of what's happening recently it's 12 minutes mm. what's happening recently in uh, in belgium uh, dentists are doing it so there's a lot a lot of hypnosis coming back now yeah it's really good i you know we put that on you've put this on i have put that on I know. My psychic has done it all the work as usual. Yes, carry the bags. Put the YouTube videos up. It's endless. It's endless. So, we've got one more um, break coming up soon, and then we're going to finish this all off and really tie it all together. Yeah. Okay. So, let's go to break now. Have a coffee and a vodka, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. 
I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year, and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, we're back here again. And uh, again, thanking Seth for being on. And we're just going to tie this all together in this last and, and really push the tools I want you to use, of course. And I want you to have some understanding of rules of the mind because everybody's mind has these rules if you know about it or not. So, if you, you know, this is all about awareness, right? We always want to make you aware. So, we know that every thought that you have, any idea that you have causes a physical reaction in the body. Just like what she was saying with the cancer and the... All the other things is if you are in fear, your adrenaline goes up. You're, if you're angry, your blood changes, it increases heart rate, and it does all those other things that she was talking about. So that's really important. So you, if you know that you're living in anger and you know that you're doing these things and you're starting to have pain from it, understand why. Wait a minute. A lot of that, though, is that a, a dis-ease will come from uh, maybe you're angry a long time ago, yeah, so you may not be consciously aware of it. That's right. That's because it's held in the body and held in the mind. It's there. And we live in the past a lot more than we know or realize. I mean, simply, you know, this is health and wellness channel. If you do yoga and if you hadn't done it for a while, when you're stretching those tendons and muscles that you release, you can release some uh, toxins, Remember? right? Yeah. So imagine if it's even more than that, and so you start to have dis-ease. Chronic pain, chronic illnesses are caused a lot by that, correct? I agree. Good. We agree with each other. Finally. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so the other thing is, what you expect tends to be realized. You know that self-fulfilling prophecy thing. So if you are thinking, oh my God, it's not going to work. Oh my God, I'm not doing well. All those things are creating that compounding of that suggestion in your mind. And you are actually self-creating on a level of creating the self-fulfilling prophecy. So we as hypnotists and you as self-hypnotists can change your mind and think in the positive. And that's why it's always good to have some protection up because as, as Seth was talking about, uh, doctors 
that quite often they, especially in surgery, they tend to think that person in, they're treating an arm or a leg or a cesarean. Yeah. That there's no body there. There's no person there. So they talk about all kinds of things. But you are listening. You are there. There's a the person. The conscious isn't listening, but the subconscious um, is listening. The right? mind is listening. And it has everything there, and that information's there. So sometimes, you know, there's. I remember there was a story. I think in Larry Dossie's book about prayer. I can't remember the name of it, but he had a doctor went and talked to someone, and he said, you know, we have have to get you in today oh my god you're going to die if we don't all this kind of stuff because he had heart disease and it turned out that guy died before he went on the table and it turned out it was the wrong patient he was talking to mm-hmm. so you know that is just our mind can work things so strongly like what was that story you told me about about the guys caught being uh, in a container cut caught I, I made it up you did not tell me tell me tell me that um, some person, that person was trapped in a container. I don't know why you get trapped in a container, but they were trapped in a container. They walked into a container. They're thinking it was a, refer, a refrigerated container. They were checking containers. The doors slammed. Somebody came by and locked all the doors. And they were convinced they were in a refrigerated container. And they, when they did open it, the guy died, had died of frostbite or freezing. Yes. But it was a regular container. His mind mm-hmm. had done it for him. So, you know, we're telling you some really important things about yourself. But wasn't it, uh, was it Jerry Kine, your mentor, was talking mm-hmm. about the operation where the doctor said, well, he's finished. Yeah, meaning the doctor had finished sewing up, doing the sutures, right? And he said to the nurse, he's done. He's done. But inside, the guy took it as, he's done. <laughs> like, no more. He's going. He's dead. You know, he's, this guy's not going to make it. That's how his mind took that. And when they did the, the hypnosis to change because he wasn't healing well, they found this out and they reframed that because the doctor hadn't meant that at all. Mm-hmm. And then your, your uh, James A. Mason story. Oh, right. James A. Mason was um, in back this is back in the 60s I believe and uh, you can read about this in um, Bruce Lipton's book biology belief which I suggest anybody and everybody le- reads and also the the story was that he was an an anesthesiologist here I go with those words anyway and he was doing an, the anesthesia for an operation of grafting skin on on a young boy's hand who was covered in what he perceived to be millions of warts Right. So these millions of warts had to be addressed in his mind. He thought, well, why aren't they using hypnosis? We do that all the time. We get rid of warts easy. So when the surgeon was really just really not happy about it, and he said to the surgeon, why don't you use hypnosis for this? It works really well. He said, well, why don't you? And he did. And this young boy went from being a scaly, scaly person that was called the elephant boy and puffed up to very clear skin within a certain amount of time he had done one arm at a time and the doctors couldn't believe it and they went to the medical society and talked about it but meanwhile james a mason when he found out that it was actually a disease incurable. had lost and supposedly incurable disease lost his oath and never did that again what a shame yeah because it's about belief and the and the boy when Mason said to him, well, do you want to try it again? Try yeah. it again. Shall we see what the see boy was? See if we can finish the last little bit. so happy with what he got. He refused. See, this is what you can do. Refused to go into hypnosis. And Mason didn't have the trust in himself either to make it work. No. And he never did it again, ever. Because he, his bias of training took over mm-hmm. his, his instead belief, of his belief. His belief took over. Yeah. Well, it changed to his bias of training, right? Anyway, we're, we really um, want to talk about one more. Uh, an emotionally induced symptom tends to cause organic change, and that's what Seth was talking an about. An emotionally induced what? Uh, a symptom. Oh, symptom. Okay. You know? Yes, I couldn't hear it. 
sorry, an emotionally induced symptom. So we need to do get you to utilize your mind as much as possible to change these things so you are in positive state all the time. And, you know, like Seth said, she's not 97% of the time she's pain-free, and sometimes it comes back, and we're all human. But, um, again, in pain, wouldn't you rather be in control rather than having some doctor or some medical uh, medicine in charge, a, a pill with side effects, or would you rather have, you be in control? Well, Your mind's doing it. The trouble is with the pills, they work real well, but eventually they don't work enough, and they have to keep adding stuff. Mm-hmm. And at least with your mind, you're not doing that. You're only utilizing the, the, the chemicals in your mind, no in your brain. Effect, no side effects. The placebo no effect. Yeah. Uh, next week, we're continuing this, correct? Yeah. We're with con- the patient whispers, with their, what Seth was saying, the nurses will tell her to come in and do your magic. Well, they do magic. They call it the verbal medicine. It's called. Yes. And it's, uh, they're in the other, she's on the, on the West Coast, and they're on the East Coast in Connecticut, and they're going to be doing trauma, in the trauma ward. Thank you. They're working in the trauma ward, and they'll tell us some great things. Yes, and they do. Um, again, they were they're nurses, and they have a trauma. Of course, if you're in a trauma ward, you're in high state of hypnosis when you come in, and they start to take advantage of that. And in a at positive first, way. Yeah. yeah. And at first, they were they were people scorned them, but then everybody, as Seth said, everybody on their shifts realized this is a lot easier if we work with these guys. And they were being called in and called in and called in yeah. all the time. And now they teach other nurses an accredited course also. Yeah, and the hospital liked it because they noticed the drug drugs were going way down when these nurses were on. Doctors loved it because the operations were simple and, the, and everything was done easily. No anesthetic was required quite often. And I think their patients were very lucky to have them. Anyway. So that's what we're doing next week. And hope you come back again for because we're you really enjoying it. Hope, hope. Oh, I know. Hope and try, right? We will be back. We again. always get that in somehow, don't we? But send in the cards and letters. We've got some questions we wanted to answer this week. We'll get to them next week. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us, Seth. And see you with the patient whisperers next week. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 